Yins guys, thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates and that. Today is June 19th, 2021. Well, the last couple games have been a breath of fresh air. And let's go ahead and talk about this sticky situation. Everyone else is. Let's go Bucks. Welcome to my humble abode, Jake. <laughs> Pretty sweet setup. I like it in here. We are recording from my office and my house here. Jake's out for the for the night, uh, just visiting. So we decided we would record this Saturday night again in person. We like to do that when we get an opportunity to. So here we are. Yeah. Got to watch today's game. So that's Saturday's game, the six to three win. That was fun. Yeah, it was. Couple three run bombs. Gotta like that. Six runs on two hits that inning. Yeah. And that's taking advantage of, you know, some another team being out of the strike zone. Yeah. It's usually the other way around. It is usually the other way around. But it's nice to be on that side of it for once. Hundred percent. It it does go to sh- like it goes to show, and I know that it's not hits that it's walks in that inning in particular. But having guys on base is valuable. We were out homered by the Indians, but we doubled their runs. Yeah, they hit three solo shots. If you don't have anybody on base, three solo shots is not enough to get a win. Right. And if we go back to that, we just got over Friday night, we just got over a 10-game losing streak. And in that 10-game losing streak, we averaged 2.2 runs per game. What's the magic number? I mean, I don't I'm sure it changes. I'm sure it's like a decimal point of this. But basically, score more than or score four or more runs and you'll win more games than you'll lose. Yeah. And there you go. They hit three home runs, they scored three runs. If we just score four, we win that game. And if you look through the games in the in the losing streak, I mean, we win more of those than we lose by scoring. We did score four in two of those games, and we did lose those two games, which is hilarious to the point that I'm trying to make. But we beat the Marlins when we lost three to one. We beat the Dodgers in in the two to one game, and then and then we beat I think the Nationals in at least one of those games, maybe two of them. Two of them. Two of them. So two, we yeah. score four runs, we end up with more wins, or at least five and five. I don't remember where we were at when I just said all of those and what we counted, but you're at least in a position where you're at least going to go 500 instead of 10 straight losses all by just scoring four runs a game. Right. Yeah. And that's just coming through with the big hit. And we just haven't, we haven't got that big hit to fall. Uh, I, I can, I not off the top of my head, can't think of the exact situations, but I've seen some putting good contact on the ball and the ball just wasn't getting down. Yeah. In a big spot. Yeah. And it is a piece of that. It's a, it's uh it's what we've been talking about a lot. We The Pirates have been leaving a lot of guys on base. Mm-hmm. But like Shelton says, well, it's nice to have a lot of guys on base. Right. And at first I wanted to say, like, that's that's a crappy thing to say. But he's, he's right. I mean, put guys on base and things will happen eventually. Mm-hmm. We understand this is where we are. And so right. had we ha- if, if we had a deeper lineup, putting guys on base would be very important. Right. Because the runs would eventually score. We, we just know where we are right now. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so uh, I'm, the more I thought about that, the more I was like, yeah, he's right. I mean, it is a good thing to have guys on base. So keep putting guys on base. Good things will eventually happen. But because of the fact that our lineup isn't deep, then probably less often than we'd like. Right. And I think that's just the big piece of it. Uh, the funny thing is, Friday night was, well, you were there. I was there. Yeah, it was, a, <laughs> it was sure was a roller coaster. And it's it cracked me up because I'm like, okay, we go through a 10-game uh, losing streak where we did not score more than, we did have the two losses where we scored four runs against the Brewers. Every other game was under four runs. And we scored five runs in the first inning Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> Ten games without scoring five runs in a game. And then we scored five runs again in the sixth. Yeah. So, super fun game. Uh, I even don't even, I, like, I don't even mind that they almost came back. I mean, you heard everybody. A win's a win. It doesn't matter what it looks like. And I totally agree with that. Sure, it, it does kind of give you something to talk about because we were there. In, in a position to go Howard Crick Rodriguez and just shut the game down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it didn't happen. Right. So, and I know you and I have talked about this uh, off the mic, but it could be what you say overworked bullpen. I, I'm not sure. I mean, certainly not in Rodriguez situations cause he never pitches. Right. right. But if it's an overworked bullpen, then it does make sense. I think that, you know, some days you have it, some days you don't. And the Pirates were in a funk and something weird was happening. And I just think it almost got away. I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, let me just tell you, when I was there, it was, I was just sitting there in awe because I was like, we're going to lose this game. Yeah. This is not good. This it is had not a feeling. well. Yeah. And then when, when Rodriguez came in and let people on base, and I was like, oh, geez. I was like, we got two guys on. And, I think we only had one out at the time, and he gets the last two guys. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was wiping my forehead. You're looking at 11 straight at that point, mm -hmm. and that's the like the opening series with a lot of people there, 16,000-some. Yeah. Big crowd. If you lose that game, it does change. I, even though they almost lost it, I still think that with the fact that they ended up winning it, I think it was at least fun for a fan. Probably not for a player, but for a fan. <laughs> but they seem to be fine. I mean, you just came off 10 straight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and if you're wondering, it does get worse than this. The Diamondbacks are currently 20 and 51. And I'm pretty sure they're somewhere around. I think, are they almost at 25 straight road losses? Um, as of Friday... They were 23 straight losses on the road, and that is the new MLB record. Yeah. I don't know if they won today. I, I didn't get a chance to look. Well, are they, they're home now, though, right? Are they? Did they go home again? They're home again for this weekend. Okay. So, that I mean, they're still losing games. Yeah. They've still lost at least their last 10. So... We're in a bad spot. 13 games out of first place. 362 winning. They're under 300 winning percentage. They're 25 games out. Now, granted, that's because the top of their division is strong. Right. And still the Giants. 
but it does get worse. That's the point I'm making. I mean, the Orioles are on a huge streak too. They're 23 and 47. So they're kind of right there with us, but they've been on a big streak just like we've been. The Rangers are two and eight in their last 10. It, I mean, and they're right there with us. They're, you know, they've got the, they've got the 25 and 45. So they're a little bit, we're, we're 25 and 44. So they're a little bit worse. So still fourth worst team, not great. Diamondbacks, 15 straight losses. 15 straight losses. And 23 on the road. Yeah. Yikes. So, yes, guys, it does get worse. Sure does. Uh, we do have the luxury, and I don't I, say what you want. I'm a fan. I'm a whatever. but And I'm only going to call out the three right now, not the four, because I think that Moran, I, I said this when we were watching the game today, I think Moran doesn't look healthy right now. His swing doesn't look the same as it did early season. So I, I'm not really, I know the back stuff, but I think it's favoring. I think he's favoring it a little bit. Might be. But the three, the Frazier, Hayes, Reynolds, they're as legit as it gets. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're a team like the Diamondbacks or or whatever, you may not have those three guys. Yeah. And I know that maybe I'm a homer. Maybe I'm just a Pirates fan saying that. And I'm, I don't, I'm okay with that. If that's my criticism, I'll take that criticism. Sure. I don't mind being a Pirates fan and saying that. However, I mean, if you want to argue me on Frazier or Reynolds – then bring it on. Bring it on because they've got the numbers to back it up. Absolutely. Monster years from both of them right now. And, and I mean, yeah, I struggle with that word only because, like, Adam Frazier's two home runs. I just think he's doing what he does, and he's been doing it without a slump. Yeah. And I think that Reynolds is just Reynolds. And he's, he's on fire right now, though. He is on fire, but power fire. Yeah. Other than that, he's been right around 300 all year. Yeah, he had a little little dip there for like two weeks or a week or something like that where he's just struggle bus. But he snapped out of it. He's a pro. Yeah, and that's the thing. He's fine. Yeah. Uh, he's still hitting 300. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I no worries about him as a player. We didn't have any coming into this year. Everybody said, well, his last year was pretty bad. We said, we don't care. We're looking at the guy. He's a good player. I'm not worried about it. Mm-hmm. And he's proven that. He's sitting at exactly 300 right now. Frazier's at 322. Did go hitless today. Uh, and Hayes, you knew this was coming. Yeah. You knew this was coming. He probably could take a day off. We just want a series. Maybe tomorrow he gets a day off. Yeah. Unless his dad's in town, then you know how they play that. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll go out and have a good game. But, uh, you know, I'd be fine with that. But it's one of those things. I mean, he played one game and he was hurt for a long time. And then now he's played a string of games and it's like, he's probably getting tired. Mm -hmm. They saw that early with Phillip Evans. They were like, this dude's tired, to be honest with you. So we're going to ease him into it. We didn't have that with Key as much. He was kind of jumping right in. But, yeah, you know, I, I think maybe this is the time where you say, hey, man, it's been dipping a little bit. He's still having good at bats. He's still playing well, but yeah, and he's still coming through with big hits. I mean, in that Friday night's game, he had that big bases clearing double to right center. He just drove the ball. Yeah, it's like a hundred and eight off the bat. Yeah, ridiculous. So anyway, uh, good couple games, and I'm not gonna go too far. We're not gonna talk about each game. Listen, we lost ten straight. It stinks. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've won two in a row, and by scoring 11 and six runs. Um, if we win one tomorrow, <laughs> that's called a winning streak. <laughs> it has been done. Funny that we're saying that while we're playing Cleveland. Yeah. So looking for the sweep against the second place in the AL Central Indians, um, who are 38 and 30, like having a good year. They pitch really well, and we've hurt their pitchers. I mean, not hurt them, but, you know, we've hit them. Right. So Will Crow, another one of those starts. We really thought, like, hey, if he can just get out of this fifth, we'll pinch it for him. We'll move on to the bullpen. I know it's only five innings, but we're talking about Will Crow. You know, yeah. give me six if you're Tyler Anderson. If you're, I mean, when Stephen brought, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just trying to think of the guys that we feel like we can get that many innings out of. Brubaker. Brubaker, for sure, yeah. Give me six and I'm happy. But for a guy like Will Crow, give me five and I'm happy. I feel the same way about Chad Cool. Give me five and I'm happy. Without you being at 120 pitches. Yeah. Which he did Friday night. He gave us six with only like 77 pitches. He was cruising. That was a great game for for Chad Cool. I mean, yeah. No, I'm in. I like it. I like two wins in a row. Winning does heal a lot of things. Yeah. I'm sitting there Thursday night like, man, this weekend's podcast is going to be terrible because we're just going to be grumpy. <laughs> and it's like all of a sudden, it's like, I'm not grumpy anymore. Like two straight wins. I'm I'm happy. Yeah. Against a good team. Against a good team. Uh, Against a pretty good team. Offensively, they're not so good. But eh, I mean, they're second in their division. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, they've got team. yeah, they've got more wins than losses. They're a good team. Sure, mm-hmm. I'll give you that. They hit the ball. I mean, they hit home runs. You know, they just need to have guys on base when they hit home <laughs> runs. So if yeah. they do that, they're they're obviously good. But um, get the two wins, bounce back. We understand that it's not all going to be good. You kind of don't like ten in a row. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you get a couple wins out of that, and you say, okay, the ten game losing streak is behind us, let's go. Yeah. So, happy about that. So, as of right now, Pirates are on pace to lose about 104 games, which would uh, top our predictions mm-hmm. for the team. So, just throwing that out there. I mean, it's June. I mean, I didn't expect two losing streak. I mean, we had another 10-game losing streak this year, or was it quite 10 games? I don't think it was 10 games. So, either way, we've had two, like, significant... Lengthy. Losing streaks. I was under the impression, well, I guess we did have one, like, hot streak, too. Yeah. Where we got up to 500. I don't know that we'll get back to 500. I think because the further you get in, the more you bury yourself. Right. But I still think there's a couple more runs in this team that if starting pitching can have another run the way they did during that time, then it's possible to get another run or two. Yeah. out Out of this team. Maybe they get back... I. The more I watch, the more I think they might lose 100 games. Right. You know what I mean? If they deal with any more injuries, and that's the one thing that you say, well, if we're just looking at everything on paper, then nobody's hurt. And so as soon as people start getting hurt, that is going to hit your... And I know you try to account for that, but... It's almost impossible. To not get hurt. No, it's almost impossible to account for that. Yeah, because you don't know who's going to get hurt. And if anybody's going to... how long. Yeah, no, you're 100% right. Yeah. You you can't account for it. You just throw a thing. But you try to just say, I'll give ourselves, if there's some bad injuries, I'll give it 
and I didn't do that. I was going to say, I'll I give it five that. more loss. I didn't do that. Yeah, me neither. So I'm looking at it on paper, and I said, starting pitching is going to be bad. Offense is only going to be good halfway through the lineup. We're going to lose 95 games. It's going to be a bad year. Everybody else is like, we're going to lose 110, and it's going to be a bad year. No, no, no. 95 is bad enough. Let's, uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Let's not get to – anyway, we might lose 100 games. I'm okay with that. I mean, I'm not okay with losing 100 games. I'm okay with me being wrong. That's what I meant. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, another thing that Pirate fans like to talk about a lot is how all the guys that we trade away end up being superstars, <laughs> which isn't entirely true. No. There's basically two guys that did not perform. Well, that's not fair to say Garrett Cole did not perform. Garrett Cole performed in Pittsburgh. Yeah. He had two rough years. Left Pittsburgh, blew up. I'll still say this. I don't, I'm not talking about the return at all. Feliz, Martin, Moran. Give me the last one. Musgrove. Musgrove. Oh, Musgrove, for sure. Musgrove actually made the Garrett Cole trade good. Yeah. Because of the return you got for Musgrove. Anyway, not even talking about the return. Garrett Cole needed to be traded when Garrett Cole was traded. Mm -hmm. He needed to be. And we've talked about that before. If you want to continue to compete, you have to move the guys that are about to get paid. Right. And as a fan, knowing that the wallet isn't opened up for the Pirates, we want them to trade those guys because the most value we're going to get is the return that we get for those guys. You can mm -hmm. wish that the wallets will open up and that we'll assign Garrett Cole to the extension that you want, which, by the way, will not exist because he was a Boris client, which right. means no extension, which means he will go to free agency. And even if the Pirates would have said, we're going to give you this much money in free agency, the Yankees would have gave him more. Yeah. And there's better to been no way we could have competed with that. He would have left. We would have got nothing for him. Uh, we would have gotten a draft pick for him. Sure. Instead, we got four draft picks. Right. Which turned into five more draft picks. Yeah. For a total of eight, because the one guy's leaving, for a total of like eight draft, you know what I'm saying? Come on. Right. We yeah. want the return. Sure. Andrew McCutcheon, our favorite player. You know what I'm saying? He has to be. For anybody mm -hmm. that's in our age and watched recent baseball, nobody's going to say Jason Kendall was your favorite player in Pittsburgh. You're going to say it was Andrew McCutcheon. Right. For our generation who didn't get to see Roberto Clemente and Willie Stargell play, mm -hmm. and we got to see Bonds and Van Slyke and them guys, but, and that's comparable because, you know, Clemente and Stargell won World Series. Sure. You know what I mean? We, the 90s team didn't win any World Series, but neither did the three-run playoff stretch of our, of the PNC Park era. Yeah. Andrew McCutcheon's it. Yeah. So the return we got for McCutcheon is Brian Reynolds and Kyle Crick. And right now, Brian Reynolds is outplaying Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah. Now, I still like Kutch better. And I love Brian Reynolds, but, I mean, come on. Kutch right. is our guy. But it doesn't make it a bad move. No, not We've at all. Gotten it was better a very year. good yeah. move. The year that Brian Reynolds had a down year, Andrew McCutcheon missed because of because of ACL. Yeah. So really, we've made that. I mean, that deal's been better for us. Yeah. But anyway, 
rabbit trail right there. The point is, it doesn't always happen that way. But there are two players that are in the news right now, mm-hmm. front and center, that it did happen that way, and that's Garrett Cole, because even though he was good in Pittsburgh, he's now the highest paid pitcher in baseball sure. ever. Yeah. And Tyler Glass now, who really had a rough go of it in Pittsburgh, and now all of a sudden is an all-star. Yeah. And this is all based around the sticky stuff. Getting a grip on the baseball in order to increase your spin rate, which analytics has found out is making uh, pitches more unhittable. We talked we talked about this a, a couple weeks ago where I said, I don't understand how spin how spin rate actually equals missed bats. But the, the truth is there. They've got the science behind it. I don't yeah. have to understand it for it to be true. So I just thought, let's break it down a little bit. There is, so basically this has always been a rule. This is the big yeah. thing. MLB is not changing any rules. This has always been a rule. It's always been written down. It has basically never been enforced. Right. Certainly not with it, it an actual, been. not a written down penalty. Right, it has been. They've, they've you've you've seen guys get called out for using foreign substances, but it's very few and far between. Yeah, and it's like pine tar. Yeah, pine tar on the bill of the hat. Yeah, on the neck. Remember uh, yeah. for the Yankees, what was his name? Who had that big streak of pine tar on his neck? <sighs> Pineda. Oh yeah. But but like I saw something earlier that said there's been two people who've actually gotten thrown out of a game since 2016. Two people. Mm-hmm. And yet the general consensus around all the interviews and everything that you see is that about 80% of the pitchers in MLB are using something. Mm-hmm. The question is, what is that something? And then how is it affecting things? There have been multiple players. I'm going to try not to name drop a lot for a couple reasons. I don't like dragging somebody who is possibly innocent and drag and lumping them in with everyone else. Right. At the same time, Trevor Bauer has been pretty open and honest about everything. And yeah. there was a couple of years ago where he said, everybody's cheating. MLB's not doing anything about it. MLB continued to do nothing about it. So Trevor Bauer's like, okay, must then I don't consider that to be wrong. And so he went out and won a Cy Young more than likely using illegal substances. And I can... The only reason I will make that assumption is because when he was asked if he would pitch fine without it, he said, look at my 2018 numbers, which basically says (laughs) that was the last time I wasn't doing this. Right. (laughs) So, yeah, that that makes me believe that he's been, but he's, he's been the one that brought everything to the, uh, to the public about, hey, people are doing this. Yeah. And he did a bunch of research on it. And other people have done a bunch of... Dude, just search YouTube. There's a ton of videos yeah. of guys trying a bunch of things and seeing what it does. If you've watched baseball, obviously you watch baseball. You wouldn't be listening to us if you weren't a committed <laughs> baseball fan listening right. to a Pirates podcast right after a 10-game losing streak, right? 
So you know that there's a bag of rosin on the mound. Mm -hmm. And so you say, okay, there's a rosin bag there. Pitchers do it. They, they put their hand up there. They do. There's multiple purposes for the rosin bag. One is if you've got sweaty hands, you probably know somebody with sweaty hands. A lot of guys have sweaty hands. Pitchers have sweaty hands. The rosin bag dries out that hand a little bit mm -hmm. so that you're not slipping off the ball with your sweat. Right. Combined with the sweat, the rosin is going to be sticky. Rosin is like a, it's like pulled out of like sap or something like that in a tree, you know, like that's what it is. And so, I mean, you look at, I, I try to think of like rosin. I don't understand like the powder form of rosin. Mm -hmm. Like it's a powder. Yeah. But it's a, it's like an extract from, from this. But like, I think of, uh, like a violinist would uses rosin on the bow to make sure that the bow is, you know, that's when the bow is dry. They put the rosin on it mm -hmm. to get it moving on there. So it's different. That's like a hard rosin. That's not a powder. Right. So I'm not a hundred percent sure. But the weird thing is, is rosin also for someone who has dry hands, you would slip on the ball too. And you would, you would rub your fingers on your forehead or in your hair behind your ear. Guys, that's not a clear sign that somebody's cheating. It's not. Because what they're doing is they're reaching to sweaty parts of their body. Mm -hmm. They're getting sweat. Now, if they go to their belt or their glove, you, there's no sweat there. Right. But if they go, even on the neck, which is why some people put stuff on their neck, because that's a natural place to go. Neck, behind the ear, like in their hair, in the back of their head, on their forehead, things like to that. To their mouth. To their, well, a lot of them, yeah, they just lick their fingers yeah. to get that. But if you use it with the rosin, it creates a little bit of tack that actually will, like, it'll mud up. Pedro Martinez did something on MLB Network where he said, if you rub it, he was using the term, you got to burn it a little. You put the rosin on your fingers and you rub it until you kind of burn it. And then he showed in the camera, like, when I put my fingers together and I try to pull them apart, like, they stick. Mm -hmm. And he said, that's, you get a little bit of tack. And his point was, that's all you need. To right. grip a baseball and say, now I can throw it accurately. Which is, I guess we'll probably get into that. So, that's what rosin is. It's provided. It's on the mound. Yeah. You are allowed to use rosin. Combined with sweat, because you can't help it. Right. It's allowed. That's what the rosin bag is. It has a little bit of tack to it. It's enough. That's not cheating. Then there's the sunscreen and rosin. So this is just anybody who's wearing sunscreen. Sweat drips down into your hand. You got sunscreen on your hands. Mm -hmm. Grab the rosin bag. All of a sudden, you're considered cheating. Sunscreen and rosin is considered cheating. Right. I actually have a problem with that. Yeah, 100%. That's absolutely stupid. Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't, it doesn't add up. Sunscreen is also something that is unavoidable. Right. However, if you tell us we can't wear sunscreen... We're both redheads. Yeah. We're getting fried. We're getting burnt. And so Tyler Glass now is another one in this because he just got injured. And he has come out and said, I use sunscreen and rosin. And now I can't because it's technically in the rules. Think of it this way. Uh, if you listen to any of the John Boy Media stuff, Chris Rose said on, on one of the in Instagram lives things, he said, because I know a lot of people make the argument, well, if it says it's against the rules, it's against the rules. And that's fair. Mm-hmm. But he said that using sunscreen and rosin is like going 40 in a 35 mile per hour zone. Mm -hmm. So if you've never gone 40 in a 35, 
then you can go ahead and say, well, he's a big cheater and he shouldn't be do it. Okay. Right. And then he said that spider tack, which there's all these different ones, spider tack, pine tar, gorilla snot, firm grip. Uh, what's the other pelican? I don't even know. Like these are just the names that people are, there's teams have hired chemists to come up with a good, I mean like that's how far this has gone. Right. And so he said, spider tack is like going a hundred in a school zone. You can go ahead and have a problem with that. That's cheating. Yeah. The reason they say that is because the studies that they've done, sweat and rosin, sunscreen and rosin, it does create more tack. It does not improve your spin rate with that kind of tack. Right. It's certainly not a significant way. But these other things improve your, like significantly improve your spin rate. And if spin rate equals more strikeouts or more, uh, less solid contact, then yes, it's cheating. Yeah. Going 40, it's performance enhancing going 40 and a 35. Maybe not. Right. Maybe it's just, Hey dude, it's written down. Let's, you know what I mean? But I get it. Yeah. Or, Oh, sir. I mean, I thought I was going 35 probably just got away from me. I went downhill. I went 40. That's kind of the sunscreen and rosin, right? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So I like that I liked that uh analogy. Analogy there for sure. But it's written down, sunscreen and rosin. So these guys have to stop using that because now it's going to be enforced. Yeah. So that does that's kind of a bummer piece of it. But and what what were we just we just watched a video where they were saying um where they were spelling this out saying oh, it was actually another John Boy where uh, Jimmy, the yeah, actual John boy, said that the reason that that didn't get changed is because if they would have changed the rule, then they would have had to go through the MLBPA, have it approved, and they would have never gotten anywhere because right. they just don't like each other right now. Yeah. So I agree with that. Yep. They would have never gotten anywhere. So the easiest un- way to the easiest way to implement it is just to actually use the rule that's already been written that's and right. agreed upon. Yeah. Just and, enforce it. And all they were saying is we're going to start enforcing it, and this is what we're going to do. Yeah. So, I yeah, I get that. That's the easy road. They felt like they needed to do something about it, and here we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've heard any of the players, now this is opinion talk here, if you've heard any of the players say that it's garbage because they now they're going to start hitting people because they can't get a grip on... Dude, we're already on pace to hit more batters in this season with everybody prior to this news coming out. Yeah. Our pace is skyrocketed on hit batsmen. So in my opinion, the numbers are, do not agree with what you're saying. Right. And you're already hitting people. Yeah. And I think a lot of the hit batsmen are contributed to the, the sticky substance, whatever their choice of it is because, okay, my slider didn't break that much before. Now uh, I'm running it in. It's, it's, run, it's going it's coming in and, and hitting, hitting them. Yeah. Or the two seamer going inside yeah. to righty righty, things like that. I they, can see that. They don't, they don't know how much run they're or, or break they're going to get all the time. Yeah. And it's just running in and hitting people. Because a lot of people are getting hit on breaking balls. Yeah. It's not a lot of fastballs. Yeah. But we had a couple like those hits to the face. Oh, yeah. Ugh, those are hard. But, and they're, you're running fastballs up and in they're getting away from you and because they're rising that could be too yeah you know what i mean like they're putting so much spin on it also you that just miss, you could just miss your spot you know 100%. what i'm saying and well, that's the whole thing with glass now he said 
I throw 100, I need to have a little bit of tech. Well, then throw 97, dude. You right. obviously can't throw 100 if you can't throw it accurate. Right. Don't there, tell me you can throw 100 because you're physically capable of it. If you're not physically capable of throwing a strike and throwing 100, then maybe you don't have that in your pocket. Right. You don't need to cheat to say, well, I already threw 100. I'm just doing this to throw it accurately. No. Mm-mm. No, you can't throw 100 then. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's guys on record that said, you know, I've tried this, I've tried that, and I couldn't control it. It wasn't for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's Ty- a different feel. Tyone is one of them. Yeah. Tyone said, yeah, I mean, I, I tried it out in the off season. I, I worked with it a little bit. He said, it wasn't for me. I couldn't throw a strike. I, I, you're hearing that a bit more, and I wonder if that's just, hey, if somebody tells you that literally everyone's doing it and MLB will do nothing about it, and you know that the guy next to you is doing it. Now, this is pitcher to pitcher. Mm-hmm. If you know the guy next to you is doing it and he's got a better spin rate and he's going to get a contract before you're going to get a contract just because he has better spin rate, even if your numbers are better, yeah. they look at spin rate as potential. Mm-hmm. And so tell me, I mean, you're in this position. Any of Anyone who's listening you would try things out. Yeah. Even if you ultimately decided against it because of good conscience or whatever, you would experiment and say... You'd be, you'd be intrigued. You would be intrigued. This is your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like saying... Uh, it's way too hard to, to compare to a workspace thing. But like if you're looking <laughs> up different kind of efficiencies or whatever, yeah. and you're saying, well, if we do it this way, and this is best practice in our... Uh, in our industry, whatever that is, I, it's too hard to really compare because there is a written rule against it, and that's what makes it hard. And that's yeah. where ultimately I say, if you did it, it's wrong. I don't care. It comes back to what your mom told you when you were a kid. Well, if Jimmy jumped off the bridge, are you going to jump off too? And you <laughs> always say that's ridiculous. Yeah. But at the same time, you're saying, okay. I get what they're saying. If it's wrong, it's wrong. Yeah. And I do think that there is a, a point where you say, it is wrong. Sunscreen and rosin is wrong. But it's as wrong as going 60 and a 55. Mm-hmm. Or even 65 and a 55. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I do agree with that sentiment. That it is, yeah, but I could say this was an accident really easily and you could be telling the truth yeah if you got spider tack or pine tar that's not an accident (laughs) (laughs) or or you're getting that that spray that the hitters use and you just start spraying it on your hand before you go out there like right you know you're getting like you said performance enhancing yeah that's where i think it separates and if sunscreen and rosin is not performance enhancing then i just say let's just let's take that out of the rule yeah Let's take it out. And they and by the way, guys, just because the two guys that are in the news with Glassnow and Cole are former pirates and that their careers skyrocketed after they left the pirates, it'd be easy for us to say, well, they're not doing this in Pittsburgh. <laughs> the truth yeah. of the matter is they probably are. I have a hard time believing that some of our guys weren't using it. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just... It's Here's in the, the league. It's around the league. All these guys, they train with other MLB players right. in the offseason. Right. There's a couple things here. 
And like I said, this is not, there's no truth to this at all. But we've talked about how we can't understand how Richard Rodriguez throws a four-seam fastball all the time and it doesn't get hit. I wasn't going to name drop. No, I'm not either. I, I said I wasn't going to either. All I'm saying is, and I'm not even saying Richard Rodriguez is guilty because no. there is absolutely zero to say that he is. Right. Zero. Kyle Crick. I mean, so here's the thing. If we understand this, the news came out, I think, June 3rd. And everybody around that day, somewhere around there, all these pitchers just stopped using it. Yeah. Because they knew I could get in trouble for it now. So assuming that any one of the, your favorite pitchers are not using right now because it's in the news. And like I said, the, the top, I mean, I don't know. Is it the top three? Would you say Cole Tyone and, or Cole Glass now and, and uh, Bauer are the top three around this? Yeah. Yeah. Cole's spin rate's been down. Mm-hmm. Strikeouts have been down. He, he had a bad start. He did come back and have a good start, but come on, guys, we know how good he is. Right. He was good in Pittsburgh before all this. Glass now got injured because he said to in the microphone. I don't mind saying anything about Glass now because he said in the microphone, like, this is what I did. Mm-hmm. So here, here's the other thing. If he used sunscreen and rosin, it, it once again, it's one of those things where he pushed the limit a little bit, but it did not increase, according to the, the studies, it did not increase spin rate. Therefore, he wasn't getting, his pitches weren't better because of it. He was just trying to get more accurate. Yeah. And I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, he said when he wasn't using it, he gripped the ball twice as hard. He got hurt and he blames it on that, which I say, well, that's why I say, dude, you're 97, still going to be good. Yeah. Coming from somebody who's six foot seven and a nasty curveball, your 97 is going to be just fine to get people out. Yeah. You don't have to throw 100. You know what I mean? Locate, locate your fastball. Anyway. With those three guys, you got Glass now getting injured, and Trevor Bowers gotten beat up his last couple starts. So you do say like, okay, well then if these three guys were using and they're not anymore, it's starting to show. Mm-hmm. Now I would even say that all three of them, but specifically Cole and Bauer, these guys are elite. Mm-hmm. They're elite with or without this, right? And they're going to bounce back. But if they were using and now they're not, there will be a period where they're going to have to adjust. Sure, which is what they're complaining about. You should have done this in the off season, not in the middle of the season. I understand that. That's a great argument. If it wasn't already a rule, I would agree with that 100%. Well, no. I, I agree with if if they were under the understanding that this was not being enforced and they're saying that there have been people saying, you said at the beginning of the year you weren't going to do anything about it, and now all of a sudden you are. Well, because it came more of a problem. Right. They have to do what they have to do. Yeah. Unfortunately. And and like I heard in one of the videos I w- we watched, it, it, you know, MLB reserves the right to change their mind. A hundred percent. It's already a written rule. It is a rule. It's, they haven't changed anything except no. for the fact that they're going to enforce a rule that already exists. You're right. Now, is the rule outdated? That's possible. Mm-hmm. And you can have that discussion. It, uh, to me, I don't, I mean, when it comes to all these new concoctions, the things they're buying, like, spider tack and and stuff like that and it comes to these especially when you're talking about teams are hiring chemists right like that you've gone too far yeah but the sunscreen rosin thing i i would like to see that taken out i just think it's too natural yeah but either way those two guys after this period 
of adjustment, they're going to be fine. Sure. They're they're both very good pitchers. Yeah. Probably still capable of winning a Cy Young without it, which is what, that's the whole Barry Bonds argument. Yeah. Barry Bonds would be in the Hall of Fame if he never took steroids. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I did find it interesting to backtrack just a hair. When I was, I, when I first heard Glassnow's argument and everything, mm-hmm. I didn't hear him talking about gripping the ball tighter. And if you do, if you do take your hand and just make that, you do feel that tension. Yeah. I'm not as like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard that that resulted in his injury played yeah. a part. Right. I can kind of understand it now. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, I, I just, I, I don't know. And he even said, yeah, I'm six foot seven. And I throw a hundred. And I throw a hundred. That's why that, I'm hurt. That, well, he didn't say that's why. He said, and that contributes, but he's a hundred percent positive that this contributed more from what I understood from what Okay. So I kind of took that as he first thing he did was blame it on this is why I got hurt. And then he and then he kind of like his facial expression, he kind of backed out a little bit and he's like, I mean, I'm six foot seven, I throw a hundred is why I got hurt, but this contributed. Because if it wasn't for this, even with the six foot seven and a hundred, because a lot of people say, dude, you're throwing hundred miles an hour, that's why you got hurt. Right. And he's like, No, no, no. I've been six foot seven and a hundred. And throwing a hundred, so now that I have to grip it tighter is why I'm hurt. But he's just saying it's a contributing factor. But yes, it because people don't get hurt if they throw a hundred, right? Or people, I mean, I'm sorry, people don't get hurt if they're not using sticky stuff all the time, right? Like they just don't. People don't just go get hurt every time they don't. It's just the idea that he has the build he has. He needs a grip. He doesn't. Have, which goes back to me saying, well, then if you need a grip to throw 100, then you don't have 100 in the tank. Yeah. Throw whatever it takes where you don't have to squeeze it that hard. And if you're not good enough, then that's somebody else's job to begin with. Don't cheat them out of a job. Yeah. That's that's a whole that's a whole other thing. E- either way, that's why these three guys, these are the three guys that you can point to and you can say, and you can make your own decision if you believe that Glass now was using sunscreen and rosin. Or if he's saying that because we all on because we all look at that as forty and a thirty five, you know what I mean? Right. It was he actually using something else, but saying, you know what? I'm just going to say this because I think people will be okay with it. They won't think I'm a big cheater. Mm-hmm. He could have, like I said, that's what he said. I'm taking what he said and saying, well, this is all we know, so this is what I'm going off of. Yeah. But either way, the rest of anyone else that we mention, there is absolutely zero proof of anything. So we're not saying anyone. We're not saying anyone else. The The consensus is there's 80% of the league doing it. Yeah. If there's 80% of the league doing it and none of them are pirates, I'd be surprised. Sure. That's all I'm saying. And you quite frankly, I mean, I just, you, you just don't around, know. Yeah, you can't look around the league and say, well, these three teams that are in the bottom of the league, they're not doing it. Yeah, and the, it's not. the only thing that's really been said about anybody for the Pirates is that Tyler Anderson went out in one start, spin rate was way down, and he struggled. Yeah. And it's like, sure, but there could be other factors of why Tyler Anderson's spin rate went down. Right. Chad Cool has made it a point to say that every field you go to, the ball's more slick. He just so happened to be making this argument right when everything 
came out. The ball's different. Not necessarily more slick. Somewhere. No, he was saying slick. The one start he had in Milwaukee, he said he threw like not. They threw him a ball. He walked to the mound. He turned around. He threw it back. And he did it all night. Yeah. I mean, for as long as he pitched. And they kept saying like, well, what was going on? Why did you keep throwing balls out? And he's like, because they were slick. And he was calling them uh, pearls mm-hmm. and how slippery they were. The thing is, is Major League Baseball has one mud, Mississippi mud. And that's what's used to rub up the balls. They get it from this, like from one person, like one. <laughs> it's it's actually kind of weird. Anyway, they rub up the balls before they go into play. Mm-hmm. Well, every stadium you go to has obviously a different individual or a group of individuals who are rubbing up the balls. And that's because they come out and they are really slick. If you've ever had a ball, they're slippery. Yeah. And Major League Baseballs compared to other baseballs, like especially what you use in high school, the seams are flat and small. There is not a whole lot to get a grip on. So I trust me, like I get that argument. Yeah. And they're blaming it on the balls, and that's fine. But they do rub this up because they because the the process of making the balls, it, it they are very slick. So they rub them up and they throw them out. And what Chad Cool was saying was it's inconsistent. You go to one stadium, you get it to feel one way. You get another stadium, you get it to feel another way. He would like, and he's calling for MLB to be more consistent about it. Yeah. It was just unfortunate that he did that at the same time that all this was breaking. And it's like, uh, does it have something to do with this? Well, here's and another, he said, well, which is what he said. No, the, the pitcher for the home state threw a bunch out this night too. Yeah. I just thought we had a bad batch. Yeah. Because the Heath, I guess, Burns threw out a bunch too, where he yeah. was saying, this is garbage. And Burns struggled that night. You know, I mean, he, That's what he said. They both walked a lot of guys. Yeah. And Burns went out like 800 strikeouts without a walk. <laughs> Did we talk about I think we talked about this last week. Anyway. Yeah, yeah this is going to be something you guys are going to want to follow. I mean, here's another solution. No, I wouldn't say solution. This would help. I'd throw the pitch. Let's say Stallings picks it. Picks it out of the dirt, reaches for a ball. Why not just throw the ball back to the pitcher? Okay, it has a little scuff on it. <laughs> Use that. Well, yeah, to get a grip. You know, I, I just it's don't more understand. effective. That scuff is more effective than well, or or equally as effective. Just use it. But they're going to ask throwing for it. the ball back all the they're time. They're going to ask for it. But that's what I'm saying. That's a Major trained behavior. Major League Baseball. Don't give them more balls. Use the same ball. Not all game. I'm not saying use it. But, I mean, just because it hits the dirt one time, we don't need to throw the ball away. Right. Spoken like a true pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me just, get that just, scuff. Let me see what I can this. do with my I've, spin right then. I've never even used rosin. And when all this stuff comes out, I'm like, I wish I would have used rosin. Yeah. It, I mean, but if you think about it, you also had seams. Right. You know what but I mean? Still. Yeah. So you would have said, well, I grabbed the seams, not the white. Right. Which is a good argument. Like, I mean, what do you, you mean you're grabbing? seam fastball, you're usually inside the seams. But, you know, you're still using them a little bit to guide it. But mm-hmm. it, it just, it, I don't know. It, it It's something that I just never, because I was high school and college, you know. Right. Even college baseballs, the seams are a lot higher than they are in the, in the pros. Right. Minor league balls are pretty similar. Not, I mean, not anymore. I mean, AAA is using the major league ball. That's now. what I'm saying. They're pretty yeah. similar to the major league. Oh balls. yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of talk, and I'm I'm telling you guys, like, 
we are tip of the iceberg on this. We, I mean, obviously we haven't tested balls. We don't have any idea that we're learning this along with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we've made our points of, of what's come out. Follow this story. I'm sure there's going to be a lot coming out. You'll probably see some suspensions. If some guys start to struggle, and they're going to get desperate. Yeah, they're going to go back to it. They're going to go back to it or try to go back to it or try to figure something out. Uh, it, there's going to be a lot. This is going to be interesting to follow and, and see where this goes. And I'm just saying, uh, just to save argument with your friends, if you've got friends that are, that are Yankees fans and you want to go harp on Garrett Cole to your friends, dude, we might not be innocent. Mm-hmm. I would just say, let's see how this develops. Right. And we'll find out. We'll find out who's maybe. Uh, I mean, our bullpen was dominant. Our bullpen was dominant, and some of those guys, we've never, we don't have numbers to compare. Right. Like, uh, and and once again, this isn't saying anything about David Bednar, but if you think about this, we've only seen him since the Musgrove trade. We have no idea. He barely pitched in San Diego. We have no idea. If if what his, I mean, we know what his spin rate is, but we don't know what it was if there was a previous, if he's using anything. So as a fan, you just hope that they're not, and they're still going to be as effective. Right. But, and that's what you hope for. And that's what you can, that's what you can imagine. The other thing is, is we don't even know how long this has been in the game. Right. It's coming to light right now, but you, I mean, there's a lot of guys that'll say, yeah, they were doing this in the fifties, man. Mm Mm-hmm. So if they were doing in the fifties, what are you going to do? You going right. to discredit every? You going to discredit everyone? People who are already in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, you kick them out. Well, I mean, certainly that's not going to happen. Obviously, I'm but just, still, will you say now that you know, like, oh yeah, but that guy was probably cheating, right? And it, you, you can't, you, you can't, can't say do that. it. No. You can't do it. There you can't are guys. Take away what's already been done. I mean, there are videos and like blooper reels about Hall of Fame pitchers who had it. Remember the the video of what's his deal? Who had like the sandpaper or whatever, and he tried to toss it down. Oh yeah. Was that like one of the Negroes was. or was it Gaylord Perry? I can't remember who that was. I don't I know. know. The, yeah, the video's everywhere. But yeah. I mean, dudes, this has been going on for a long time. I think what's recent is the uptick in the spin rate understanding. Yeah. And the fact that players are taking spin rate to another level. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of strikeouts right now. It has to be affecting it. The scouts, the evaluators are taking it to a new level. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, Well, because the, the proof's in the pudding. The numbers are yeah. out there. Yeah. So... They're using that, like I said earlier, a high spin rate is potential. Yeah. If they say, hey, I know this guy struggled last year, but his spin rate's really good. This could turn around Yeah. and be better because of that spin rate. We can work with this kind of an argument. Now, we've said this, and I'm still 100% in, strikeouts are up and averages are down because hitters stink right now. Their approach is not good. You're right. It's it's harsh of me to say hitters stink. They don't. They're just they're doing it all wrong. <laughs> yeah. And 
I, 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 and I just heard the argument from, from somebody on a video from a major league player who said that they're not just trying to hit home runs. They're trying to hit the ball hard because hitting the ball hard raises your batting average. Well, apparently it doesn't. Right. We're hitting the ball harder now than we ever have, and averages are down. So the, it's just not true. Put the ball in play. Just put it in play. Yeah. Things will happen. Sometimes placing the ball is better than hitting the ball hard. Yeah. If Gregory Polanco could come up there with a third baseman playing the shortstop position and hit the ball 50 miles an hour off the bat down the third baseline, he'd have a double every time. Every time. So, no. Hitting the ball hard doesn't always equal a higher batting average. Change your approach, especially with two strikes. You've no idea. I mean, we've seen how many no-hitters this year. Watch those games. Go back and watch the video. Those guys with two strikes are still swinging for home runs. Yeah. No wonder. Yep. No wonder you're getting no hit. I don't even care if you do that with with no strikes. I'll throw this out there, too. I I think that's part of what's refreshing about Adam Frazier. Oh, yeah. Dude, he goes up. He's our leadoff hitter. He if you throw him a first pitch down the middle, he's hacking. And he's not hacking for a home run. He's he's swinging the bat. He wants to hit the ball. He wants he doesn't want that pitcher to get the edge on him. He wants to jump on the pitcher. Don't get behind. Yeah, he's jumping. I don't want to get down 0-2. He's up there to hit. But the idea is that part of this is spin rate and and stopping the sticky stuff situation mm-hmm. is not going to raise. I mean, it is going to raise batting averages. <laughs> sure. But so will plate approach. So yeah. there's just a lot of things in place right now, whether it's philosophy, whether it's rules, whether whatever. It This is where we are right now. I'm hoping it does raise batting average. I hope the batting average goes north. They're saying the batting average is already raised since the news came out. I hope this stops the uh, implementation of... Let's move the mound back. I think that's the biggest goal I right just, now. I just don't want to see it. No. That'd be horrible. Yeah. You talk about injuries on pitchers, it's just going to get worse. It's going to get way worse. And this might cause injuries, but the problem is you were going outside of the rules that were written down, and now that you're getting hurt by going away from that, it really does make it hard. I mean, I feel bad for guys that get hurt especially guys like Tyler Glass now who are in the Pirates organization and he's a nice guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you you do want to see him do well unless you don't then that's on you know that's your decision, that's fine. It does it it bums me out that he's got a UCL injury that if it doesn't go well you're looking at surgery. Mm-hmm. Right now they think they can avoid it, but if it doesn't go well, that's a huge thing on a on a guy. And that does stink. However, you make it hard to really feel bad about it mm-hmm. when you said, now that I can't cheat. Right. Like you came right out and said it. Yeah. And I understand he's doing that whole thing where like socially you're saying, yeah, but we understand sunscreen and rosin. If if he's telling the truth about sunscreen and rosin, we have no reason not to believe that. He's what he said. Make your own conclusions. Um, I'm not doing that. Um, but still, it's a, it, I, I can't. Like, you still went outside of the rules. Those rules were written down. Mm -hmm. So, it it is hard to say, like, dude, I understand. Like, I feel bad. It's unfortunate that you got hurt. However, if you blame it on the fact that you can't cheat anymore, yeah, like, that's a hard thing. Well, that's what Garrett Cole was saying in his interview, too, as painful as that was to watch. The one thing he did say in that interview that I was like, okay, 
I got you. Is yeah, the pitchers do something to help them get a grip on the ball. And these some things that people are that pitchers are doing, whether it's sunscreen and or or a little bit of pine tar or whatever it may be, it's been passed down from the pitchers and generations previous. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure this stuff has been around for I don't think that spider tack and you know, Pelican and Gorilla Snot, all these things. I don't I think they are newer. Yeah. But, but there were some there were there was things. There were things. Pine tar certainly's been around a long time. A long time. And there are some people that there are some people making the case that maybe they should just have pine tar on the mound. That's that's another thing. But I've pine heard. tar like, increases spin rate. Yeah. So you can't. That's that's what I'm I'd like another thing I've I've been hearing is okay, well let's make this whatever you allow them to use. This is legal and we're gonna provide it for you. It's right there for you to use. Which is what they do. Exactly. There's a rosin. They don't need to implement any new things that are legal. No. That they will provide. If if the rosin is good enough for Pedro Martinez. Yeah. If the. You're right. <laughs> Guys, I challenge you. If you if you haven't seen the Pedro Martinez thing on MLB Network, uh, look for it. It's. I mean, I'm sure it's on MLB Network's YouTube. I'm pretty sure that's where I saw it. But it's just Pedro Martinez talking about this situation i'm sure you'll be able to to find it there they're in the they're in the studio and he actually demonstrates with rosin without sweat and he was able to show with no sweat just rosin how it if you burn it he said if you burn it in your fingers it gets sticky and it gives you just enough tack that you can grip that baseball enough so that you can do your job and not have something sail on you yeah so the other thing is, guys, you're going to hear a lot about uh, the fact that MLB is changing it in the middle of the season is because they're trying to stick it to the players mm-hmm. or because they're trying to lower salaries or, um, you know, Pete Alonzo with the what feels like conspiracy theories. Right. Oh, well, when hitters are about to be free agents, they deaden the balls. Deaden the balls. When pitchers are about to be free agents, they put a ban on substance which the ban that's already in place but right I, there's a lot of it there. i have a hard time believing that stuff yeah there's <laughs> i mean i could i could be turning a blind eye too i'm not saying i'm right oh huh? yeah you i mean know, that's I, the thing we don't like i said we're learning this stuff along with you guys we don't i don't know any major league pitchers mm-hmm. and if i did we've never had a conversation about this Right. So I have no clue. And I don't know. I mean, I'm just looking at, at what we're reading and what, what I'm seeing on the YouTubes. <laughs> like, I just... Yeah. it It's going to be interesting. We're going to see a change. And, you know, I think maybe we'll see some guys start shining. Yeah. Guys that have been clean. All of a sudden, we're going to say, hey, this guy's right there, man. Yeah. He's fine. David Bednar is going to end up becoming a closer now because he's been clean all along, maybe. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, hey. Now, knowing that nothing's changed in his game, Mm -hmm. knowing that he's been able to get the results that he's gotten, and it appears that nothing's changed, meaning he's been clean. That'll be a good feeling. He he threw a one, two, three inning tonight, didn't he? 
or I should say today. Yeah, with two strikeouts. Yeah. It looks fine. Mm-hmm. Let's see it. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. We don't, we don't know. But I would just be leery of being overcritical about too many of this because if it really is 80% of the league and implementing this um, enforcement, if this actually cleans it up, then let, in my opinion, let's just, let's go from here. Yeah. If this has been happening since the fifties or whenever it's been happening from, I just say, well, the game's different. Yeah. Things change. The game becomes different <clears throat> in all different kinds of things. It's going to continue to happen. It, it, it's already different with all the home runs. Yeah. It was different when Babe Ruth started hitting home runs. It was different when, uh, the the all the pitchers did all uh, the deals in the '60s or the '70s or whatever. When the stadiums started changing. When the stadiums started changing, the game got different. When media became a thing, the way that it is now, the game's different. Mm-hmm. And especially now, I think because of the way that analytics has driven the idea of what we think of uh, of um, quality statistics or attributes or whatever. Yeah. Then different things become important. Guys work on different things. Yeah. You know, I I, I don't know. It's I mean, interesting. It's gonna be it's gonna be crazy to watch. I don't think that this is a conspiracy. However, who knows? With with all the all the velocity that's been added to the game, I do remember reading an article one day they asked because Greg Maddox was notable for not throwing hard. Locate. Right. They said with with the increased velocity, could you have thrown harder? He goes, I could have thrown ninety five, but I didn't need to. Right, I could locate ninety two. Oh, dude, that's like, what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it can be done. Like you don't have to throw a hundred if you can locate ninety six. Then locate your ninety six. It's gonna be effective yes. if you can locate. Uh, Chad Cool just said the other day about his start. Uh, he threw a lot more four seam fastballs instead of two seams, and they said, was that? Uh, incorrect or was that and he's like no 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 i threw more four seam fastballs and he said with the two seamer or the sinker i don't I know what he calls slider. it i thought it was the slider well he threw more four seams his slider was better because of it but they said oh, okay. your slider looked really good and he said i've always been confident in my slider he said but yeah i threw more four seams because i could throw it on the outside corner and keep it there with the two seam or the sinker it runs away and goes out for a ball. And so he said, we threw more four seams this time. Because I did that and because my fastball was in the zone, he only walked one guy. Mm-hmm. Because his four seam was in the zone, his slider played off that much better. And he said, my slider is my slider. I'm always confident in it. It hasn't changed. However, the slider gets hit when I can't locate the fastball. Sure. If I locate the fastball, the slider's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... That's one one Yeah. And so... Maybe he throws more four seams now, especially four seams up in the zone, the way hitters are uppercutting. That pitch is more unhittable now. Mm-hmm. So the sinker two seam is going to start fading if they continue to hit this way. Yeah. Either way. So we've made uh, we've made all the points we wanted to make about the, about the sticky stuff. We've pretty much ran it to say we don't know who this is except for those three guys. Yeah. We don't know. People are going to be asked. They're going to admit it. They're going to deny it. They're going to 
have a problem with it, they're going to be, if they're going to have a problem with pitchers using, they're going to have a problem with MLB changing the rules. Or they're going to be happy about MLB MLB changing the rules, or not changing the rules, but enforcing the rules. Right. There's going to be a lot of opinions. There's going to be a lot of things going around. If you want to follow it all, I'm sure it's going to be weekly news. Here's my question for anybody out there. I'd like to hear what, what you guys have to say. Would you rather hear a pitcher admit, I'm just struggling getting used to not being able to use something to grip the ball as well? Or would you rather just see him deny, deny, deny? It's just interesting to me because, you know, a lot of people talk about the Garrett Cole. They, well, what would you what would you say if you were asked? You're not going to admit to it. Well, and I thought it was a good point, too, that, uh, that John Boy brought up. And he said, if you deny it and they find out, and they have actual proof that you were cheating. He said, dude, this steroids thing, man, they took people to court. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. How far do you want to go with this? You got to be careful. I'm just saying, like, your favorite pitcher. Yeah. You find out that he used, but he never admitted to it. But it's a known fact. Would you rather hear him admit to it? Be like, hey, everybody was doing it. It's what we had to do, or we thought we had to do. Maybe I was wrong. I'm moving forward. Uh, and it also goes back to if the organization's telling you that everybody's doing it and it's okay. Yeah. And you're a young kid trying to make trying it. to make it and they say, No, 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 this is this is widely used and accepted yeah. by the players in the major leagues. Like you're not cheat if they tell you that you're not cheating any of your peers. Yes, technically there's a rule there. The rule was written in nineteen twenty. If this is what it was, I don't know when the rule yeah. was written. I don't know any, I literally don't know that. But if this is what they tell you, ah, it's an old rule that's just still in the book. We've never changed it. But you're not cheating any of your peers out. Everybody knows it's going on. Nobody has a problem with it. Yeah. If that was spoken to you by the organization, yeah, I mean, you might say, oh, oh, okay. You, you, you're sure? Yeah, okay. You would, I mean, yeah. You would have no other reason to believe anything else. Right. And I'm sure that happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't. I'm sorry. Let me clarify. I'm not sure because I know. Right. I'm saying, yeah, I absolutely could believe see that, that happening. Yeah, I, be, I would believe that that is the case. Yeah. 100%. I like ownerability. I think, you know, owning up to what you may have done. And, and I don't so think. So what about that? I don't think what you about should be that, suspended. Though? If the, if the organiz- well, but you won't be. Because it, 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 as long as I stopped once they said, hey, That's it. we're cracking down as of, because I even think they put a date on it. It's it's tomorrow, or well, it's it's Monday. Tomorrow's technically Sunday when we're recording this, but we're releasing this on Monday. It's Monday. Monday is the day. And there is a, starting pitchers are going to be tested, are going to be checked by the umpire twice a game. I mean, unless you're, Unless you pitch for the Pirates and you only last the third inning, maybe you only get tested once. <laughs> yeah, but they're going to be checked, and relievers will be checked when they come out of the game or finish an inning of the first inning that you're, you know what I mean? Sure. And they're going to check them. They're going to check. I don't know how they check. I'm sure they've got a way that they can say, "Well, how sticky are you?" Right. Going to be interesting. They're, they're, we're going to develop. Uh, we may not know this. Right. But you know the pitchers are going to say, yeah, hey, this guy's more strict. This guy over here, he doesn't really care much. He'll let a little bit of it go. He don't care about the sunscreen, this guy. This guy even cares about sunscreen. 
this guy, I'm not even using rosin with him because all he has to say is, you're out of here, and you get a 10-game suspension, no appeal. It's all up to the ump. If you want to... If you want to tell the umpire that you're not getting the corner and you're upset about it, and you argue with the umpire and you say, come on, man, you're blowing this game for me. And the umpire, I mean, hopefully this doesn't happen. Yeah. But the umpire gets ticked off and says, hey, by the way, your hands are sticky. You're out of here. Then you get 10 games and you can't do anything about it. Right. There's no way you can say, I have proof that MLB is going to be like, sorry, dude, he, he found it. He suspended you. Yeah. Which is probably why it's a paid suspension. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's probably why. Or else they'd be up in arms. Dude, you're taking paychecks away from me because this umpire was mad at me? Right. So certainly not. You know what I mean? Or like Billy Brubaker in Summer Catch. Dude, I'm pretty sure this guy's just mad because I've been farting in his face all night. <laughs> <laughs> you're not getting the corners because of that. <laughs> but anyway, I you know, I... I don't know. It, I mean, it's going to change. Things are going to change. We're going to have some pitchers for all kinds of teams struggle and then find a way out of it. The good ones will find a way out of it, and they'll be good again. Yeah. Because we know that the rosin's enough. Yeah. But we'll see. Hopefully, we find out that most of our guys... Could you imagine if any of our starters, which we say struggle, are, are <laughs> is it going to get worse? Please tell me no. Listen, I, like I said, not throwing anybody under the bus. Everything that we've said outside of those three guys, completely hypothetical. We were just saying, what if? Yeah. What if this guy has never used and, you know, and then now his value skyrockets because we know he's clean. Yeah. And he's getting great results. Or the other side, if there's a guy who is lights out and you find out that he all of a sudden starts struggling. Well, that could have been because of that. Yeah. And even if it's because he was using sunscreen and rosin, I just don't know how much I want to hold against the guys. They're cheating. And so it's hard. I don't feel bad for him. No, it's against the rules. They were going against the rules. Uh, Ultimately you can, your organization can tell you what they want. It's your call. Mm -hmm. So I'm there. Hey man, you clean it up. Yeah. But there's also, like, I get it. If you were duped into this or if you were convinced that it was okay and now it's not, I mean, I'll give you a pass. Mm -hmm. From this point forward, there are no more passes because it's clear. Yeah. If you're caught now, then flat out you cheated. Yeah. If you get caught again, well, now you're a cheater, right? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, right. you cheated that time, but now you're just a cheater. Like, you continue to do it. Right. And maybe that's the case. Maybe everybody says warning number one's already out. If you get caught now, then you probably already did it. Right. Yeah. There's nobody that's, that's going to start experiment, experimenting now. Right. Hey, I've yeah. never done it, but now that it's illegal, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Now that we know, it's always been illegal, once again. Right. clarify this it's been in the rules so man it's gonna be fun mm-hmm. so anyway that's all we have for today brew baker starts on sunday um hopefully the final game of the series is a win but either way we've got the series yep uh big time series there little interleague series so that's good until next time let's go bucks 
vote for Adam Frazier. Vote for Adam Frazier. <laughs> 